Hi, listeners, and welcome to My Holland Update. Marianne Manderfield, Public Information Coordinator for the city, and today our guest is Ryan Kilpatrick. Hi, Ryan. Good morning. Ryan, I think many people in the area know you as the Executive Director for Housing Next, mm-hmm. um, but additionally, you are the Contractual Assistant City Manager for the city. So tell us about that scope of work that you're doing for the city. Just recently this year, at the beginning of this year, um, Housing Next was hired as a contractual employee um, for the city to do economic development work. Um, that's really related to downtown and the waterfront um, and brownfield revitalization across the city to catalyze new investment um, and to help support the work that Lakeshore Advantage already does across the city um, in terms of business relationships um, and in terms of ensuring that we've got new private investment coming in to support long-term growth of the city. Kind of explain the difference. Um, You're wearing two hats, one for Housing Next, one for the city. Explain Mm -hmm. the difference between what you're doing with Housing Next and then what you're doing for the city. Sure, yeah. So that's a really important distinction. The the work that Housing Next does on a, a primary basis is really about understanding the amount of housing that we need across Ottawa County mm-hmm. um, and the amount of housing that we need in southwest Ottawa County and in Holland particularly, and then working with local, fi- local officials to really understand um, how do we define that need and how do we work with the public to understand mechanisms and means for solving for the need. Okay. Um, so Housing Next doesn't ever show up with a one-size-fits-all approach. Sure. We, we show up with data and we show up with best practices and then we want to work with the community to understand what are the ways that the community could begin to work to solve for that need. Okay. And so the role of Housing Next is really about <clears throat> understanding the data and the policy implications that are associated with that data. Um, and then building on um, sustainable long-term solutions to provide for adequate housing. Okay. Now, on the other hand, what we're doing, um, my background uh, prior to Housing Next, I worked for the Michigan Economic Development Corporation, mm-hmm. um, and I'm a, a trained uh, and licensed urban planner. Okay. And so uh, a lot of my work in the past was related to economic development, um, brownfield revitalization, um, small business development, Uh, And so the work for the city of Holland um, that Housing Next is now doing is really about how do we leverage those tools and those skills um, to make sure that we've got long-term economic prosperity um, moving forward for the city of Holland. And there are some days when the work of Housing Next and the work of the assistant city manager align really well, right? Mm -hmm. We're talking about the same projects in some instances. Um, other times, they they never conflict, but they diverge. Um, and so there are opportunities to talk about things that, as Housing Next, I wouldn't do. Um, but as Assistant City Manager, I, I get to talk about the harbor, and I get to talk about North Downtown, and um, how do we leverage investment and clean up contaminated properties. So um, it's fun to be able to, to wear both hats sometimes. Tell us, are there some specific initiatives that you're working on with city staff? Yeah. So there are a couple that are really exciting. Um, one is is as a result of the recent waterfront vision process and um, the north downtown revitalization planning that's happened over the last several years mm-hmm. um, with design from Bill Johnson and Haryi Khan and Nicholas Rolinsky, um, the city has adopted a plan that we're now beginning to work on implementing. Mm-hmm. And so along with the city manager and assistant city manager, Matt Van Dyken, um, we're beginning to think through uh, how do we enhance window on the waterfront? 
And what are some of the infrastructure improvements that need to happen along 6th Street or along College Avenue to begin to catalyze new private investment in the north downtown area? Um, and that's really about identifying what are the kinds of investment that the city has been planning for for the last 30 or 35 years? Mm -hmm. And what are the ways that we can invest in public infrastructure to begin to catalyze that new investment? So another project that we're just starting to work on and we've just started to talk about um, is, is really the harbor um, okay. And what may happen as a result of the decommissioning of the JDY power plant. Sure. Um, <clears throat> over a long period of time, there's been a, a reasonable amount of dredging that has occurred to allow for ships to come in and out of the harbor um, to serve the JDY power plant. With that being decommissioned, the dredging will look a little bit different or may look a little bit different. Um, and so what we need to begin to think about is who will be the likely new users of our harbor in addition to Padnos and Verplank and, and several of the other industrial waterfront users. Um, will we have other users and will we have other needs in terms of managing the harbor? Um, and how do we want to go about inviting those stakeholders to the conversation? And what are the things that the city can do in partnership with uh, the private sector to make sure that we've got long-term, successful, sustainable management of our harbor um, and the passageway in and out of Lake Makatawa? Earlier you had mentioned the North Downtown development and prepping that area. What what are some of the initiatives that you're working on now to get that for be able to use for future use? Yeah, great question. Um, so historically, a lot of the property in North Downtown has been used uh, either as landfill or as dredge spoil facility. Um, and so we've, we've got a lot of things underneath that top layer of soil um, that could potentially have some environmental consequences. Um, and so before any building occurs there or before um, significant investment in public parks are made, mm -hmm. we've got to really understand what's the condition of those underlying soils, how stable are they. Um, in some instances, we've, we've got unstable soils. And so if we were to build uh, either a new road or a new facility on any of that land, uh, we may have to shore up or um, rebalance some of those soils. Um, and so our initial work is really about understanding what, to what degree do we have any environmental contamination that needs to be cleaned up, and to what degree do we have unsuitable soils for development, um, and then beginning to define what are the activities that need to take place in order to support new development or investments in parks um, so that we can ensure that we've got safe, clean parks and playgrounds um, and that we've got stable, suitable soils for new development adjacent to that on private property. Um, and so we want to have a really open, transparent process where we, we go through the investigation process, okay. we partner with the adjacent private property owners, and we think through what kinds of new development could be occurring adjacent to public land mm -hmm. and what needs to happen on the public land to make that new development really attractive. Um, because historically, there hasn't been a lot of investment in North Downtown, and so sure. we need to begin to create some of those amenities that draw in new residents or new businesses um, into that North Downtown neighborhood. There's a lot of work that goes behind the scenes to make sure that those developments and those places are ready to go and, and how it can all affect the current 8th Street downtown. That's right. Well, and, and surprising, or probably not surprising to some listeners, is uh, the city has been doing planning for this part of the city since the late 1980s. Um, and Bill Johnson has been part of a lot of that work over, over mm -hmm. a period of time, along with several other partners. Um, and so we're continuing to build on several iterations of a plan that have begun since the late 1980s into the 90s and early 2000s. 
Um, and it may, it may be another decade before we have um, a lot of new private investment. Um, sure. But this, this work to make sure that we're cleaning up those soils and, and creating suitable public infrastructure to su- serve new private investment is really critical to the next stage of growth for downtown right. Holland. It's vital. Yeah. Since you've been on board since January, right? Um, it's, been a, it's been a few months now. Is there anything that has surprised you or kind of reaffirmed what you may have thought in terms of working with the city or the, the people that you're working with? Uh, I've been really blown away by the way that the, the city really collaborates with the community mm-hmm. and local stakeholders um, to take a solutions-oriented approach um, to whatever comes up, whether um, it's directly related to economic development or it's related to environment. Um, the, the city is really all about solving problems and making sure that um, this community operates as efficiently and as sustainably as possible. Tell us about some of the initiatives that are coming down the pipe that you're gonna, going to be working on. Well, one of the things I'm really excited about um, as, as I grow into this role over time uh, is we'll begin to take a deeper look at sustainability across the city. Okay. Um, and so partnering with the planning department um, and uh, the BPW to really engage in um, long-term sustainability, uh, I think, is a really exciting opportunity. Well, thank you, Ryan. And until next month, this has been My Holland Update.